the NFT space is a surprising space. You never know what it is that you're going to encounter. Some of it is artistically wonderful. Some of it is creatively ingenious and some of it's just damn funny. Today, we got a little bit of all of that as we are going to feature a badass baller sneaker project. If you're a sci-fi fan or a sneakerhead alike, doesn't matter. You're going to totally bug out on sneaker wars. We've got explorers.io, <laughs> rare astronauts exploring the Ethereum blockchain, and we've got the Metamobs. You know, dig these guys as well. It's a little change here today as Sir Lord Travis Wright is no longer on the Nifty Show. More about that in a moment as we welcome a new co-host for Nifty Show number 101. Let's go. Looking into the future, what do we see? It's lined with digital collectibles, we call them NFTs. Games, trading cards, digital art, and those crypto kitties. Joel and Zach are the hosts you'll know. Joel and Zach say this will blow. They're locked and loaded, so ready, set, go. It's the Nifty, really kind of spiffy. The Nifty Show. Nifty Show, number 101, turning a corner, turning a page. Can't believe we've been doing this since May of 2020. Um, amazing how time flies. And with me is my co-host, also my son, the one and only ingenious Zach Com. Hello, Zach. It's fantastic to be here. I would not characterize myself as uh, ingenious, but given that I do appear to be a, some sort of advanced in cloning technology, I'll accept the characterization for now. Yes. Well, you can spell ingenious anyway, so it's close enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, those uh, Some people have asked me, are you and Travis okay? Yes, we're fine. Everything's wonderful. We're doing bad crypto. We're working together on a number of projects. Travis has uh, wanted to pursue a podcast of his own called The Epic Shit Show. He wants to um, introduce and interview people who are doing epic shit. I love the name. There's going to be NFTs involved in it. You want to go and join his discord, discord.gg forward slash epic shit. And uh, we'll talk more about that in the future. And he'll, he'll be making appearances here from time to time. So we all good, but what a great opportunity for me to, uh, to work with my son in the podcasting realm. Yeah, it's it's awesome that uh, that we've been able to establish a team between the two of us with Blockchain Heroes and and the other stuff that we're doing, and it's fantastic mm -hmm. that we can complement each other here as well. I compliment you, son. You look rather you. nice today. <laughs> <laughs> so do you. So Your those of you flowing. Yes, my hair is definitely flowing. I've got a little pony now. Um, that's the Puerto Rico beach life here. So those of you that are watching, feel free to go ahead and amplify and tell your friends about the great projects that are coming on today and share that they can go watch in any number of places. But the quickest and easiest is nifty.show forward slash YouTube, and you can find us there. Uh, and with no further ado to be done, I want to go ahead and bring our first guest in. I met this gentleman, I want to say six to eight months ago, he might remember better than I, um, a designer in the sneaker industry who has worked with some big brands and had a super creative idea for an NFT project. And uh, Travis and I have been advising him on this project and we are blown away at what we are seeing launching soon on the Solana blockchain sneaker wars, SNKR sneaker wars is the site and Mark Skeppy is the the man. Mark, welcome to the show. 
Thank you, guys. Long time listener. So happy to be here. First time caller. <laughs> when, when did we yeah. meet? How long has it been? I think it was back in April. So I don't, I don't know. It's been kind of a blur. We've done so much together to, you know, get this where it is. I'm, I, you know, super grateful for, <laughs> for all you guys help. Um, I'm so new to this space, but I've been listening to you guys for, I think since 2018, cut my teeth on your, uh, bad crypto show. And you were the first people I thought about, um, when I saw that you were doing nifty show to kind of present my idea. But you're not new to design. Like, let, give us a little background of your uh, your work in the sneaker industry. So I have been designing sneakers and footwear and sandals, everything you could possibly think of for 25 plus years. I've worked for brands like New Balance, Timberland, Teva, um, and, a, and a, I've had multiple startups. Um, now working with the shoe surgeon in LA. Uh, and continuing to grow my knowledge of footwear design, making shoes, uh, you know, doing custom shoes, doing all sorts of different, uh, all sorts of different projects. So this just kind of seemed like a great fit. Yep. And Sneaker Wars really was kind of the, the culmination of everything that I was doing. I'm a huge cryptocurrency nerd. Um, I started... <laughs> Learning how to trade in 2000 and let's say end of 2017 and still learning, <laughs> but was enamored by cryptocurrency as I'm, I have a love of numbers, a love of sci-fi, a love of like, you know, advancing um, where this is going. And, you know, during the pandemic, we found ourselves in a little bit of a um, issue with our brand sneaker project. And so we got some downtime to do some research. And I've always wanted to connect my worlds, my design world with my cryptocurrency world that I love so much. These are the two things that I'm, you know, always fascinated by. So when I found out, you know, a little bit more about NFTs and learned and did a deep dive, what technically went down that rabbit hole, uh, I was overwhelmed with joy with how much I could do here. And that's really when I was like, all right, well, I don't know how to do this yet. I have the designs. I can create this beautiful world um how do i how do i do this and that's when uh we started to talk to uh joel and travis and they have just been awesome uh helping us do this well, i'm a huge fan of wars and worlds and wars between worlds so i'd love to understand a little bit more about what that means in the context of sneaker wars sure so when i first started designing sneakers um way long time ago i had to pull inspiration from a lot of different objects uh gundam, gundam robots uh, Transformers. I'm a huge Star Wars geek. Um, so I, I love like the dark and the light and the balance between worlds. So I said, you know, what if my inspiration, my robots, my, you know, comic heroes turned into sneakers and my sneakers turned into comic heroes and robots and sneak the concept of sneaker project or sneaker wars was born. So you'll see like the creator, the creator is kind of, I'm calling myself a little bit of the creator where I'm always consistently trying to balance the good and the dark and the light. Uh, and he's doing the same thing within his world. And the light side of things is the cypherpunk. So everything is based around, you know, cryptocurrency and the, and the origins of it. And as well as the, uh, so the, the dark side is chaotic corp. And if you've never noticed all evil 
like sides in science fiction movies end with like a corp. So it's <laughs> so we were like, let's do something that's like chaos, and we came up with Chaotic Corp. Now, Chaotic Corp is based on all of the names of the characters are based on famous sneaker bots. And sneaker bots is really, you know, they, they're taking away from the general consumer um, all of the, the, of the you know, the, the sought-after sneakers. So you'll see through um, our characters that we'll, uh, that's what we named them after, and that's how we're, we're kind of forming our, our Sneaker Wars uh, universe that will eventually be brought into another metaverse um, that we're creating called Arklands. And that's probably for another another show. It's a very, very interesting thing, but we're definitely building a, um, a play-to-earn game that is fantastical and beautiful and fashion metaverse meets retail. You'll be able to spin your shoes around, purchase them, put them in your digital wallet, and then get your physical shoes to your uh, sent to your house. What I found really interesting as you came up with this concept is that in this set, there's really two sets of NFTs. There's the characters and then there's their sneaker. And each the characters and the sneaker have six different variations in increasing epicness. And uh, so, I, you know, I, I got to say, before you came on, when I was talking to Zach beforehand, Zach, why don't you repeat the compliment that you issued towards these characters. Yeah, gladly. The The character design here is absolutely standout. And I, I feel more than qualified to say that as someone who's created over 110 of them for blockchain heroes. This art is absolutely amazing. I love the nuance in every single one of these, the thought that's been put into them, right down to the fact that your your vision of the creator has that one foot that's, that's robotic instead of flesh. But that standout design clearly carries over to the shoes as well, because some of this footwear, it actually looks like it's been pulled out of cyberpunk fiction. It's like you you are actually manifesting the future into the real world, and it, it looks incredible. Thank you. Thank you. Man. That's, a, that's a huge compliment. I appreciate that. Um, look at, look yeah. at this guy right here. This is... <laughs> so that's, so every, every character has its own, like you know, being, and this was really our, you know, it's, um, it started off as, as a big Papatron and that was, and we ended up bringing it into this world where I, I pulled all these different attributes from big pop. I'm a huge, huge, uh, hip hop fan. And, um, I had to have one robot that was just, you know, and it, and it really transformed from robots to cyborgs and everything in between. And it was, you know, it's been so fun to be creatively direct all of this and meeting all these amazing artists and then creating the variations and the reason behind it. And the more and more I talk about this and the more and more people that I tell, they get so excited and they're like, I want to be a part of it. And, and you know, we, we bring on um, autoplay music. It's led by uh, Herman Flores, which is an uh, industry legend, uh, as well as uh, Curtis uh, Jones. He's also um, in, 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 an industry legend in the, in the music space. And you'll see we're, we have some really cool things. We're bringing, bringing hip hop music to this, original tracks out of Atlanta. Like we got some really, really badass stuff. Zach, this no. is the first time you're seeing these, right? The, the blockchain <laughs> heroes. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. Um, when, when I saw the, the ginger girl, I was, I was just absolutely 
blown away. And uh, am I able to like maximize your your video feed on my screen without messing anything up? Um, you should be able to. Too, yeah. Great. Yeah. So so go back down to the the blockchain heroes characters. Let's let's look at those. Okay. A little well, there's bit some here. So here's uh, Rocket Man, <sighs> reimagined. <laughs> I love love the wings with the the hexagon plated membrane. See, that's the yeah, kind right. of design nuance I'm talking about. Uh, what do, do those uh, are those kanji on the shoe that actually say something? Yeah, it says it says speed. Nice. Um, we, yeah, we of course. That, that was perfect. So so interesting story about those those specific designed shoes. There is a, a, a an amazing designer out of Italy called Michel Torisi. And he was, you know, he was trying to get into NFTs. And I said, look, man, do a collab with us, please. I'm, I really want your stuff. And he said, okay, let's, let's pull some, some of these shoes together. And I was like, I really want to do your designs with the blockchain heroes. And he just like went crazy. The, this stuff is so beautiful. The animations that we have for the, um, for the, 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 the higher end uh, series is, is stunning like we are very excited to launch this let me now, pull this back up here Go ahead, you Zach. mentioned that there was a game coming in the future and you can't bring that up with me without me asking <laughs> for more details what so does this game look like so well this is interesting so i've traveled around the world um and done on you know when you're in the sneaker industry and the footwear industry the one of the beautiful parts is you get to do trend research and there's fashion meccas globally. One of them being where I'm currently living is New York City. That's where our first um, our first land is going to be based. So uh, it's going to be there's going to be a land sale sometime in December. We're building it actually on Matic, and then it'll be a bridge for any Solana NFTs. But here's what's cool about it: we are building out different sectors. Um, so like there's going to be a sneaker sector. So everything's going to be revolve around sneakers within that sector. So, I mean, we're, we're playing around with the, um, the animations right now, but it's, it's cyberpunk meets sneakers. It's cyberpunk meets fashion. Crypto's at its own space. Sector 9 is which is kind of like anything goes. Well, kind of almost anything. And then we have our whole music sector, and then we have the, uh, the, the athletes. Because what's happening is, is as we talk through more of this with different people, we have, we have a lot of connections in the athletes world athletic world and athletes are wanting to jump on this and they they're they want they're like can we grab land we, can we do this so they've seen the decks they're all in they're they're investing in this which is fantastic but here's the other thing so central park central park is going to be our center stage where we're going to throw concerts we're going to throw all this amazing uh, uh footwear launches and uh, we're, we're just super excited about it. It's uh, it's it's like nothing you've ever seen or witnessed, and you'll be able to you know you'll be able to buy avatars first that are basically cyberpunks, and you'll be able to build off them as well, tip like a typical um, play to earn game. But here's the kicker: the reason why we're doing sneaker wars is that it's going to connect. So we'll have a bridge that will be able to connect your NFTs, be able to put it in your wallet, and your wallets basically are a little. They're, uh, they're little apartments. So you'll be able to see your stuff. That's how we're going to display it. And uh, yeah, so we're <laughs> so every launch that we do, you're going to be able to bring your NFTs uh, from Sneaker Wars uh, into this metaverse. And again, super psyched to do it. I can't wait to show you guys more. 
you guys are going to want to join the discord for this at uh, mark did you set up a, a shortcut to it is it uh discord.gg forward slash sneaker wars we're still working on that we're still working on it okay so just go to sneakerwars.com snkrwars.com and and you'll find the link to the discord um there on the site so the other thing that's really interesting about this is that there are six variations, but one of those can lead to getting a physical sneaker, the representation. So maybe show us uh, one of the shoes on your screen, one of the, yeah. the sneakers that somebody can actually get. Let's see here. So I'm going to, this is one of the, uh, I think this is probably one of my, one of my favorites. So again, so many great animations, but you can see the 3D version of what this looks like. Uh, it's not it's open not. yet. Oh, let's do some screen magic. Let's see. This is this is the life of an NFT creator, by the way. It's you know <laughs> it, it looks beautiful after it's done, but it's all just files and gifs and MP4s and it's folder upon folder upon <laughs> folder. That's, so that's I the can, I'm opening it, but I'm not sure if it's showing. Yeah, I don't see it. Um, while you're trying to pull that up, I want to you guys note that this drops on the 31st. It's on Halloween. It's going to be on Solana, and these are going to drop as card packs. You're going to purchase a pack of cards, and then very similar to the Blockchain Heroes method of distribution, you're going to get random stuff in there. Six different variations can drop with the the most rare being really difficult to get your hands on. In fact, you use sneaker terminology. Instead of common, uncommon, rare, epic, legendary, and mythic, what are the terms that you're using? So we're using generalis, instacop, fire, grail goat and um you know there there is another piece called mystics that's kind of like our special cards um so i'm trying to have a little hard time I'm, i can i can pull them up but they're not showing up on your side yeah i'm not seeing i'm just seeing your folder here it's a lovely folder full Thanks. of all kinds of beautiful artwork and stuff can't open it <laughs> Well, you're going to be releasing a bunch of stuff soon, and this is all getting posted also on your Twitter, right? Correct. Um, Twitter, all, all the social channels. So it's Sneaker Wars is the Twitter, S-N-K-R Wars. We don't need vowels in, uh, in sneakers. We just need S-N-K-R, and you can go there to the Twitter. In fact, I'll just move this over here to my screen, and uh, this is the Twitter right account right here. And um, you can learn more about it. Have you revealed some of the the goodies? Oh, there has been. There's some. There's some shoes in there. What's this one right here? So that bad boy, I believe, is. It used to be the Trail One. Um, we are. I'm trying to think of the name of that guy. <laughs> Just call it Bob. Bob the Bob. sneaker. Yeah. Look at these. Look how beautiful these are. Yeah, the artwork's really amazing. We we paid a lot of attention to the backgrounds, to how they're created, um, but we're again, it's yeah, you can see a little bit there. And there's airdrops too, so you guys can That's you know when you join one, the Discord, one happening tomorrow, and then one on the twenty second. Perfect. 
Zach, you got any more questions for our buddy Mark? Uh, no, I, I thought it was interesting that GOAT wasn't the highest rarity. It, um, it, it is the highest rarity, but there is a it's like a special Easter egg for there might be like a 101 in there. Gotcha. Uh, okay. I'll give you I'll a little a little hint. It's liquid animation, and there will be a one of one, and it's it's transformative. <laughs> Ooh. It's totally badass. It's badass. Uh, Sneakerwars.com, SNKRWars.com. Go join the Discord, follow them on Twitter. This is going to be huge on Solana because all of the Solana stuff that's launched so far are all generative projects, at least the ones I've seen. Um, this may be the first pack project where you buy a pack of cards and you have a chance at getting some super rare stuff. So uh, it's, it's been fun working with you on this, Mark, and can't wait to bring it to market. Thank you guys so much. I um, really appreciate you uh, bringing me on and can't wait to do more. All right. See you soon. Bye, man. Um, you know, in the in the past, Zach, on the show, we've got, you know, since we don't have room for all of the projects we come across and I get pitched daily, probably a dozen projects, I kid you not. Um, some of them I look at and uh, they're just they're not that good. Others, I'm like, okay, I don't have interview space for you, but I do want to give you a quick shout out. And so I thought what we would do is um, shout outs between interviews rather than doing them all at once. And uh, the first one that I wanted to pull up is actually, it's called Polygoons. This is on the, uh, the Polygon network, 8,883 unique goons and the fungible goons coins, 1.2 million of them. Uh, one legendary pair of nope adventure, not pair of socks, waiting to unfold coming soon. Th these are uh, they're polygon, no gas, minimal gas. Excellent. I mean, hey, one of the biggest disincentives, you know, for me because I I just loathe the the Ethereum uh, gas problem is uh, when a project launches only on Ethereum. So I love seeing these alter these alternative chains get more attention and make it easier for all of us to actually collect and use. Mm -hmm. The other thing I like seeing is this revenue sharing. When you purchase one of these, they're distributing 50% of all secondary sale revenues to the community through raffles, events, grants, other initiatives that the DAO will decide. And there's there's DeFi involved. You'll be able to stake them and earn this this goons token. Um, that's just some of you know what they're working on. So uh, I've been working on a um, a list of attributes that are important to successful NFT launches. And I think uh, if we got some time, maybe at the end I'll go over with you and see if you have any thoughts on on where it is but you guys can check this out at polygoons with a z dot finance and uh and see they're coming soon i'm not sure what the minting day is but i liked them i like the little you know the little pixel pets they've got with them they look like fun get a goon Get a goon. Not a, not a goon of Balatrun, though. That's a different goon that's on Ethereum. Nothing against them. I bought some of those, too, because I buy all the damn things. Uh, all right. We have a spaceman with us for uh, for our next segment. I think he's I'm not sure which planet he's he's back from. Uh, he might be Spaceman Spiff. I don't know. But he's uh, representing a project that we discovered called Explorers.io. It's Explorers without the first E. You can find it right here at explorers.io. Spaceman, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Thank you for having me on. 
super happy to be here. Yeah. So where did you just come back from? Liz? you know, it looks like you're back in your condo now or your apartment after right. you know travels. Yeah, man. It's just been a tiring journey across different galaxies and just exploring this whole new digital world that's forming around us. But mm. happy to be here. Happy to be on Zach's first show as well. Like super pumped about it. Yeah. yeah. Have you? I'm a huge fan of uh, extraterrestrial life. Yeah. Uh, all of us are, aren't we? So what, it, what are the explorers then? I mean, it looks obvious to me what they are, uh, but the art is badass. And uh, are, we, are we going beyond Star Trek here? These beings, these, this is not your typical, you know, spaceman here. He's got some uh, disco neon, um, you know, suit going on here. He's got wings. What is happening? Yes. Yeah, so, man, so our, our concept with the explorers, the explorer studio is aimed to be the first decentralized venture studio that's built using NFTs. Um, when we look at the whole crypto space and blockchain world, what we saw was that we would not be where we are if not for the early crypto OGs and all of their exploration with tech and taking it to where it is today. And now we're seeing a lot more people just jump in, a lot more mainstream people just jump in and continue that exploration, whether it's with DeFi, with DAOs, with, with NFTs, with the metaverse and everything that's happening here. So. We wanted this collection to kind of symbolize that theme of exploration and connect people based on the fact that they are all here to just explore. And that's why we chose our base avatar to be an astronaut, who to us symbolizes exploration, especially with this helmet. And obviously, like the first use cases that we see of, of generative art collections are that people are kind of forming their digital identities with their profile pictures on like Discord and Twitter with these avatars. And uh, we kind of look deeper into it, right? Like when we are forming a digital identity, are we going to identify our digital self by the same physical attributes that we define our physical selves in the real world by, which is things like like our day job, the color of our skin, our gender. And when we went to that deeper level, what we wanted to do with our collection was to just allow people to put on this helmet and just be explorers and connect with each other based on the fact that they're all just here to explore. And uh, what we then saw was that when you kind of jump onto like a Zoom call or a Twitch stream, that digital identity of yours just kind of falls through and then you're back to being who you are. So we've actually worked on things like Zoom backgrounds and AR filters that are compatible, such as the one I'm using right now, to kind of let people carry forward that identity uh, into these calls as well. Well, hey, as soon as you talk about building a community around a shared set of ideals, you are speaking my language. That's that's a really uh, noble concept, I think. Thank you. Thank you so much. And that's why, like, what we've also seen, like, with the Explorer Studio, right, we saw that people in this space are actually gravitating towards education a lot, whether it's education from a dev aspect, from a creative point of view, from an investing point of view, like Joel just mentioned that setting out things of what to look for in an NFT project to know if it's successful or not. So what we've done with our studio, we've actually built it out in a way to provide you as a community member with tools in the right environment to facilitate exploration that eventually leads to creation. Um, our lead designer actually is an educator himself. He teaches at one of the top design institutes globally. And so we're working with him. We're working with a lot of people, including like devs from the graph and chain link to kind of involved like more more uh, deeper tools like the subgraph or the VRF solution that Chainlink offers and kind of not only utilize it within our contracts and project, but also make those resources available to our community to kind of explore further using. So your jams, right? This is you? Yeah. Your jams, yeah, the explorer. You didn't bring your gold suit today. 
You just hey, brought your plain. You brought your pajama suit. Yeah, just, this is me. This is me being tired. So like, I'm not in work mode yet. So th- these crack me up. Like, I love this. Hello, my name is Explore name tags on them. You know, the, they're just, they're clever. The art is fun. They, they're not 3D, but they give that 3D rendered look to them. Yeah. So it checks the first box for me, which is, uh, you know, art. It checks the second box, which is um, community. It checks the third box, which is the, um, the uniqueness. And that is the studio that you're creating here. And you can see here on the roadmap, some of the different things that are happening um, around that. Yeah, so number one, like just in, in terms of the art, like while we've had a lot of fun with it, uh, we've also kind of included a lot of attributes and gamification that would play into the studio. So certain elements from our art would lead to certain responsibilities and roles allocated to the holders of those pieces within the studio as well. Uh, for instance, right, like just speaking out loud, like we have a butterfly that's on the shoulder. Uh, if you scroll down to our team members, you'd see it on, on Wave Explorer. So that is one of our, our social elements. So if you get assigned that, you could be one of the community managers, the community leads, or get a more social role within it. Uh, we have certain roles that are allocated based on flags that you'll see around. So those flags are not for your identity, but for the community you're kind of qualifying or running. So for instance, if you get something with an American flag versus a UK flag versus an Indian flag, you could be one of the community heads for those regions and for explorations to take place within those regions or those domains. Um, similarly, we have ele- elements from like the graph uh, for graph explorers, the chain link for chain link explorers, and ETH and Solana and Bitcoin. And we just are trying to put this together to be a community that stands front and center and meets like-minded individuals to continue that trajectory of exploration. So it sounds like you've you've sort of laid the groundwork for tribes to form even within this community that consists of people who hold explorers due to specific attributes that are randomly baked into them. Yeah, and, and I feel like because that's what we kind of saw, right? Like what we can do as, as people setting up the project is just provide the framework. The decisions then would be made by the community because the whole point of this is to decentralize those decisions. But we've provided the framework. So for example, like even with our filters, we are currently speaking with a couple of really well-known photographers to use them in a photography series. And uh, we're speaking with musicians to kind of get a music exploration series going as well. So like the avenues are, there are a lot of different avenues that people are looking to explore. Our goal with this community is just to connect them with more like-minded people who are looking to go through those similar explorations. And the way we kind of break it down, there are four stages to it, right? There's understanding, ideating, collaborating, and building. So what we're doing is providing a framework that runs you through all of those four different bases. And it all to us starts with education. So we've been using Twitter spaces a lot. We've been having a lot of conversations where we are trying to empower educating more artists, more devs, and more creators to join into this space and take on and create projects of their own. And a lot of it is, that's why a lot of what we do keeps feeding back into our community wallet. Uh, and just keep ballooning that so that we can kind of can kind of advance more explorations in the space and encourage our community to do that as well. I have to wonder, because I know Mark is still lurking here. Mark, as you see these, do you start to imagine sneakers for these, you know, these explorers? And collaborations that we can have. So let's, let's get in contact. Yeah, <laughs> that's man. A, that's a drop two. Drop two is all collabs. It's due to us, like, I feel like collaboration is something that's very front and center to the project. We've actually 
we're working with with like the service apes to like do like service explorers and throw like fast food elements like fries over this helmet. I could have actually done that too. So we have like fries, chicken nuggets, meals around. Uh, but we just feel like collaborating with like like-minded communities is just so much fun. It brings in so much new energy to the project, and it's always great. So we always look forward to collaborating. Awesome. So the you know there's a lot of things here I see that are kind of commonplace to launches like this the merch the community wallet um, I, I'm always interested when I hear about you know the metaverse we're seeing more and more people uh, launches saying all right we're going to establish um, a piece of land in Decentraland or in Sandbox it seems to me that you guys are built for one of those yeah so the metaverse is, is is definitely like a big part of the future plans uh, what we're what we are seeing is that the metaverse is still a couple of years away from developing to being what we're expecting it to be but what is central to any sort of metaverse forming to us is culture and the way culture gets ingrained into anything that's being done is is through communities right like if you look at any city you look at new york you look at chicago you look at lisbon the reason they're different is the kind of culture that forms with the people that are within it. So what our focus is to form a strong culture within our community that we can then extend into the metaverse. But that being said, like we always see that physical spaces are needed for people to kind of collaborate, come together and ideate, whether it's your living room, a cafe or a bar. And our take on that is a studio in the metaverse for people to digitally come together and interact with each other. Uh, what we've also planned out within the metaverse is is one-off pieces in collaboration with other renowned artists where, like, for example, we could create different worlds based on the, the projects we are collaborating with or just one-off worlds for our explorers to be exploring within. Um, so that is something we're working towards very hard as well. Obviously, proceeds from that would also go a long way in financing our community wallet that would then help ballooning that and financing more projects that are taken up by our community. Look, looks like a lot of fun to me. Zach, you have any other uh, things you want to ask about? Uh, yeah. What planet do I need to visit to get myself a, a shoulder blue shell? I want one of those. <laughs> that is one of my favorite attributes. And it is actually one of the rarer ones that you've, you've seen. So like, I see you have really good taste in that. <laughs> now, what, what am I looking for here? Which one? The the blue shell it's it's sort of inspired by uh by Mario Kart. It's Mario, yeah. So I saw that, and also this right here, right? Isn't that a Mario type of inspiration on this guy's head? Yeah, yeah. That, that is that is one of the Venus fry traps. Yeah, uh -huh. that, that is so right. Uh, also, like we've also included masks into the collection because we also see it being like a representation of the time we're living in, right? So a lot of like we spoke to a couple of people, and they were like, "Hey, but masks are just for today," but. We want people to remember the time period that we launched in and masks today are super relevant and we want to carry that relevancy forward. Uh, we've also done like cool elements with the LGBTQ community within it as well, uh, just because we want to be a lot more inclusive and want people to identify with these avatars that they're purchasing. So when is the sale? So the sale is going to be later this month. We've currently opened our pre-sale. Uh, the pre-sale should be going live sometime at the end of next week. Uh, there are a bunch of different roles and activations that people can go through to kind of make it to the reservation list. Uh, we're working on a reservation list, again, like Zach mentioned, to make sure gas prices don't go crazy and there isn't a grass war. Um, and yeah, we've just gone about very sustainably, trying to be sustainable with the community that we are forming. And that's where we are at. 
Awesome. Well, you guys can go check it out, explorers.io. Also in the show notes, along with all the links from this episode, we'll be there today at nifty.show forward slash 101. Jams, thanks for for jamming with us. And uh, we'll let you uh, take off your helmet or head back to the rocket and go on your next excursion. Thank you so much, man. It was a pleasure being here. All right. Take care, man. (laughs) That's fun. I just... I, I really, I dig that. As far as generative projects go, astronauts is one of the most interesting subjects I've seen out of, out of all of them, which is really saying something. I still love the name tag. Hello, I'm an explorer. <laughs> My name is Explorer. Uh, next project to give a quick shout out here today is uh, this one. Different type of style completely. Nova Creed dot com is the name of this project here again space centric though Twelve thousand avatars stationed on the space station elonius 5 these avatars start your journey into their universe maybe they'll make their way into the explorers universe i i really don't know uh, but they're going to be releasing once you've got your avatar um, you'll be able to get a spaceship nft for you to command and then there's going to be physical merch figurines movie quality posters graphic novels they've got an erc20 token they want to bring utility to it through a game there's a white paper and check out the art i i like it i like it a lot it's like what, somebody put thought into this what, what i noticed is that it, there's multiple foundations for what the art could be so one of the attributes is actually the base the species that you start with in mm-hmm. each of these has their own distinct character and culture. Yeah, and they are all very unique and very different. I guess there's a mystery here. I'm wondering what this is. The Remedians. Let's see. We've got here's the different. Here they are. They all got names. The Monods on the planet of Sipple. The Alothanons from Charcot. I'm assuming that's spoken in a French accent. It's from Charcot. <laughs> Zylax from Thurston with the inherent third eye, which appears to be the only actual functional eye in in this one. I, I think this is my favorite right here, the Adalios from the They're Unknown. They're very classy. They, they look refined. Mm-hmm. And from Adalios, I won't waste my time telling you what planet I'm from, other world being. <laughs> the uh, Carlithians uh, look like they might be fish people. I think that those are gills. On the I think side you're right. That, in fact, that's head. his name. His name is Gil. So it's Gil the Carlithian. Uh, I'm not sure of the exact day that this one launches, but you can follow their Twitter. NovaCreed.com is the um, the website and their Twitter at NovaCreed NFT launching Sunday, the 24th of October at 6 BST. I don't know what time zone BST is. Um, it's somewhere on the other side of the world, unless it's like Brazil or something, but they're already, they've got their community drawing stuff. And this is one of the keys to whether or not, you know, something is going to succeed is having an engaged community. I like the art. And we got more art that I like. Um, I almost called you Travis. <laughs> I think that's probably not the last time that's that'll, going That'll to- probably happen again. <laughs> uh, we've got our final guest here waiting in the wings with a project called MetaMobs. The metaverse belongs to the mobs. It's a dystopian metaverse 
but uh, hopefully we'll hear some good things that are going to come out of it. Good sir, Rahul, how are you? I'm good. good. Thank, Thank you very, very much for having me here, and I'm very glad that I'm here for Zach's first show. Yeah. So uh, explain to us, what are the Metamobs? Uh, Metamobs.com is the website you guys can follow along at. Yes. So we are basically first NFT trilogy, which uh, trying to bring a classic metaverse dystopia. Uh, basically, we are three connected piece of art, uh, the cyborgs, the survivors, and the undead. And this, this came accidentally. We were targeting to release just one character, but then um, the undead came into the picture, and then we forked our idea towards these three characters. Uh, all of these three, I would say, mobs have their own specific attributes and agenda in the metaverse, and the script basically follows that agenda. Now, this whole dystopia starts from the undead coming into the metaverse where they've just create havoc and and are anti other NFTs which which are already there. And then the survivors come basically try to fight them back. And then cyborgs come where sur- the survivors think that they are the ally, but they don't know the ulterior motives of the cyborgs because cyborgs were basically created by the survivors because of their selfish motives. Uh, and because of that cybernetics advancement, cyborgs had to waste, had to suffer. And now they maybe want to take revenge back on survivors. So that plot will unravel slowly as community adopt these characters more and more. Um, and we will see how things goes based on these plot reveals. Now, I, I know there's something really interesting about this project right off the bat, which is your, your usage of the term decentralized autonomous mob. Can you explain what that means? Yeah. Before explaining that, I think I should explain how this metamorph came into existence. So the idea first was to have a play-to-earn game on cryptocurrency. Nothing related to NFT, but then NFT was something which is like you you show an ice cream to a child and child wants the ice cream, not the pizza, which is in front of him. So that happened to MetaMob and suddenly we are here. Uh, we are very much about community and we wanted to work on the concept of DAO. But since it is not like 100% DAO, we wanted to make something which is similar. So we call it decentralized autonomous mob because Damn. these three mobs each of these three mobs have some decentralization in it. Let me explain you how. Let's say there are 3,333 3, zombies out there and our community owns them. Then we will have an election, basically like you have U.S. elections, uh, of this decentralized autonomous mob where the community will be able to choose a leader and we will assign like 10 different governing roles where the community will be able to vote based on how many um, NFTs they hold and we'll be able to choose this, this uh, org structure, zombie, uh, same for survivors, same for cyborgs. So if it's going to be like the U.S. if it's like the U.S. elections, does that mean I can drive in a truck full of ballots <laughs> and, 
in the no, they're real. They're all real. I so we are we are not going to focus on last eight years of uh, U.S. elections. Maybe something from the past. Uh, so yeah, that's the whole idea. Now, when the decentralized autonomous mob is formed, that can play a role in different many different ways. Just for example. Uh, how would we enhance that community get their return on the floor prices? Because if a mob, if if a community, if if a particular mob, let's say zombie, has a leader out there, that leader floor price will suddenly rise by default. Then the additional responsibilities which they get in terms of basically interacting with the community as as a part of being that org structure, mob leader, or governance. Apart from that. In future, when we are having this gameplay, the same decision-making engine will come into picture where the community, now that they have already found out how to utilize their decision-making power, will be making decisions in two different ways. One, for the future of the project itself, and second, when we have an interactive gameplay where, just for example, when you play uh, Age of Empires or any past interactive gameplay where there can be many, like 600, 700, or 3,333 people playing the game at the same time, making decisions for the group, where the decisions are motivated by individual people, as well as the community leaders, as well as people who are guiding this project, which are us. So it will be a lot of interaction, maybe not fully decentralized. This is why it is not a DAO, but it is decentralized autonomous mobs. It's a dam, not a DAO. Fun fact, uh, mob rule is also known as an ochlocracy. I learned that <laughs> yesterday. I really wanted to say it out loud. Ochlocracy? Ochlocracy. Ochlocracy. It's like blah, blah, blah. So you, you're, you're really laying the foundation here for, for three separate communities that are all joined in on this property to start beating the tar out of one another. You're, you're preparing for some sort of grand conflict on the scale of thousands of NFT collectors. That is true. And what we don't want to give out is who is playing the role of saviors and subjugators and who is what? Like maybe you are thinking that zombie are the or the undeads are the one who create havoc. But maybe they are the saviors. How will you know right now? It's just the thing which you have to find out how the plot unravels. Well, this one owns a CryptoPunk, so I'm thinking he might be okay. You know, <laughs> it, it looks like a CryptoPunksicle, like it's a it's a CryptoPunk popsicle or something. Uh, th these are they're cute, they're clever. They're not just more apes, you know, or more pandas. And uh, and I love that there is a uh, a metaverse that's connected to this. I'm also really astounded at how many items are in your roadmap before you even get to a hundred percent. Like there's a lot going on here that the community is involved in and a lot of rewards. Yes. So that's good thing that you brought this forward because we see that a lot of projects are out there, which pro promises things after they have minted and out there, what we want to do is we want to pause our smart contract as soon as we mint 33% so that we deliver first to the community and let the community decide the potential because in that way we can we walk the talk rather than talk it and then walk it. So this is why we plan to freeze the smart contract, uh, get our decision-making engine out, have those elections, and then uh, decide certain things based on our community, release the cyborgs and the survivors from there. 
Very cool. Well, I'm, I'm curious to see how this, this moral ambiguity plays out and, and reveals that the zombies were the good guys all along. Yeah, well, I'm just giving you an idea that maybe zombies are the good guys, but you will have to find out that slowly. Uh, that, and one more thing, I, you mentioned that, yeah, there's three different mobs. We actually had four mobs. We had the vampires too, but then uh, it did not fit our plot right now, so we had to kill that. But based on how our community accepts it, accepts the plot, how the gameplay goes, we can have uh, the the universe is the possibility basically. How come none of, none of the team are zombies? That's what I want to know. I mean, I'm looking. You guys are all like uh, pretty normal, except for the alchemist who's got his third eye. Yeah, so these characters are just based on how we are in our real life. The scientist is me because I am the scientist who accidentally created the zombies. Uh, Techno King <laughs> is one of my co-founders. Uh, and then uh, Kentoi, the alchemist, he's the magician uh, who is behind these characters. And uh, then uh, our rock star is handling a lot of little bit of everything. Mm. Now... We each have our own supporting mobs. Like, for example, I support zombie. Techno King is all about cyborg. And uh, an alchemist is all about survivor because that was the original uh, character. So it's for us, but we just, just did not tell it to the community yet. Hmm. Metamobs.com is the website. When is the NFT sale for the first set? We are planning our pre-launch October 31st, and uh, we will go sale the following week. That means you guys got two things to go buy on October 31st. You got Metamobs and you got Sneaker Wars. So you're going to need to stack Ethereum for Metamobs, and you're going to need to uh, to stack Solana for Sneaker Wars and just be ready to pull the trigger and go pew, 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 get all your things. Um, Discord, Twitter, Telegram, Instagram, it's all here on the website where you guys can go check it out. And looking forward to seeing... Our mobs uh, there, Rahul. This this looks like a cool project, and we wish you the best with it. Yep, and I'm just very fortunate to be here. Like two months back, I was watching and listening to these shows whenever I was driving. I had no idea that I would be here one day. So I'm really happy about that. Thank you very much for having me here. And again, Zach, very pleasure to have uh, be here in the first show. Yeah, likewise, and it's it's great to have you here as well. We're honored. Thanks, Rahul. I, you know, there's so many projects, Zach. It is nearly impossible to keep up. I'm missing out. I'm FOMOing, but I'm, I think I'm emotionally over the FOMO because I, I know that there's so much I'm missing every day. Uh, here's one that came to my attention that I just, sometimes I just like it. Sometimes I just like the art and I have not seen um, seals done, but seals as seals. Right. The these seals here, S E A L Z dot digital are like military seals. Do you think you got what it takes to swim with the big fins? There you go. You got to get through hell week. And they're the, these guys are, uh, you know, full out defenders. Very violent ones. <laughs> Extremely violent. I like the extreme violence part. I wasn't expecting it to, to be paired with these uh, these aquatic animals. But here we are. Yeah, you thought they'd be cute little baby seals, right? No, this guy, look, he's got his cigar. and They look like his... they would club baby seals themselves. That's what right. they 
get out, get out of my way, baby seal. So in fact, it says it right there, savvy seal, don't get in my way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is total like um, Mad Max type stuff. That, that's like that's like uh, Bane from from Batman. Yes, the, the mask he's got on. So here it's uh, 0.06 ETH is the recruitment price, full rights and ownership of your SEALs NFT upon recruitment. There's 9,999 of them. Access to top secret classified information through a private communication server on the Discord and missions. There will be active missions for the SEALs squad, um, including a geocache project, bringing, bringing collectors out into the real world. I like that. Like go outside and get some vitamin D. It's good for you. They're going to be sending collectors underwater. Yeah, right. You're, you're going to need scuba gear for some of those those more difficult caches. Your mission is in the Mariana Trench. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you'll be able to mint them here. I don't know if I've got a date yet on this one. Uh, let's see what they told me. Oh, I think minting is actually might be live now. Let's see what happens when I click mint your seals. You know what? It is live right now. Surprise, surprise. I'm going to connect. Let's see what gas looks like right now to mint a seal. An on-the-fly seal acquisition. They, Yeah, gas is ridiculous right now. Look at that. $674. That, that seal is going to have to wait. Um, I don't know what else is going on right now to push that up, but you guys can check it out at seals.digital, S-E-A-L-Z dot digital. And uh, yeah, fun stuff. Also, I wanted to point out, Travis, one of my articles uh, just went live on 137pm.com, uh, Gary V's site, all about sneaker wars and uh, you know how it's a big brand play and, and uh, bridging the way to the metaverse. So there's proof. There's my face. That's, that's fantastic. Uh, my name still isn't Travis. but I Did am, I call you Travis? I am yeah. thrilled that, that oh more awareness is coming to that amazing project. You know how I've been doing shows with him for four and a half years. So you might be Travis for a while. At That's least fine. I don't call you Rufus. Yes, at least you don't do that. The dog. Okay, I want to run through these really quick. And and uh, one of the our guests actually gave me another item to put on this list. And I want to come up with a way to rank NFT projects. So here are the things that I think are important. And I don't know yet how to weight these different um, categories, but the art, right? Art is, art is important. I, I just like the art. Either I like it or I don't. Originality in the art is important. Absolutely. Community, super important. Marketing, your roadmap, the leadership, the utility of the NFT, um, and one of our guests brought up how important collaboration is. I believe that was our spaceman. So I added that to the list. Then you've got whether or not there's celebrities or other big influencers that are involved that can have a profound effect on it. Um, and then the fun factor, you know, the user experience during the, you know, the whole thing. Is there a staking mechanism? Is there a game that they play with it? What is the UI UX look like? And finally, the X factor, which is that unknown what causes some things to go that on paper look like they won't or when they look really good on paper and then they don't. What is it? Um, it's that unpredictable. I, I think that is there something I'm missing? No, no, I, I rather like that list. I, I can't I can't think of anything that uh, that falls outside of 
those attributes. But I, I also like it because I can think of a project that has all of those in spades. What project would that be? It's called Draco Dice, and it just got announced on Yahoo Finance. Yes, it did. In fact, I will pull up the uh, the website. Although I think I dropped my screen, so I got I'll bounce for just a moment while you talk about it. I'll be right back. Yeah, sure. So Draco Dice is a project that Joel and I are uh, are headed heading up, and we have partnered with a a veteran illustrator who has spent most of his career working with Disney and Hasbro, uh, named Clark Mitchell. I guarantee you have seen his art if you are anywhere in the Western world. And this consists of thousands of hand-painted gaming NFTs that are designed for cross-blockchain agility, meaning that you can send them two-way en masse at the gas price of a single NFT between Wax, Ethereum, and Binance with more chains on the way. But we also included that we've been developing the first game to be used with Draco Dice and is going to release shortly after uh, the release date on November 6th. So it will be a real-time PvP strategy game where you can take your dice into battle against other players. And if you have the NADs, you can risk them uh, in order to have a shot at winning your opponent's NFTs. So we are creating this new competitive framework and using some unprecedented technology to make it happen. Mm -hmm. It's such a brilliant concept, and the way that um, Clark and Cameron have imagined these dice into creation, the design of these to make the dice of the internet, I mean, they are far beyond what I thought they would end up looking like. I don't know in your mind if this is exactly how you saw them. Very but much so, yes. Yeah, I mean, these look like plastic, right? These these stone ones here look like stone. The jelly ones, they look gelatinous. Um, plush, you want to squeeze them and hug them and hang them from your, you know, your rear view mirror in the car. Porcelain, metal. Gla look at these glass ones. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, those are those are gorgeous and the uh, the cards that those are on are going to be animated as well. Um, of course, we couldn't do this without also including blockchain heroes, because that's what Joel and I have have spent the last year on. And so all 50 of the characters from series one of blockchain heroes are going to have their own carbon theme sets released alongside series one on November 6th. I just, you know, you have envisioned a, um, a universe in which you'll be able to own these dice and take them into any game that wants to use these dice, right? This opens up. This is like, hey, I own my, my Draco dice and now I can go play them in this game or that game on this chain, on that chain. And, uh, you know, brands and other creators can rather than develop their own, you know, play tools, they can say, oh, we'll just we'll use Draco dice in these because people already have them. And it's super smart for an NFT creator to do that because it comes with an installed user base. Precisely. You know, blockchain game development is very difficult, as we have been learning in the course of creating Draco Dice Skirmish. And to give independence developers who want to enrich communities on blockchain the resources for a kickstarted development cycle, I think that that's enormous. And I think that the idea 
of being able to use an, an NFT not only in one, but in multiple different games is something that the gaming world as a whole has never even seen before. And I'm, I'm thrilled to see where that takes us. So uh, we're going to go more in depth on Draco Dice here in the future. What is it? Draco Dice NFTs? Play Draco Dice. I knew that. Not this poor guy here who's <laughs> not, uh, not Draco Dice at all. There it is right there. Go follow this account, a uh, new Twitter account, and starting Zach is starting to post reveals of different dice here. Uh, the Discord is where – I love this name. This is the Sin Plush. Yes, yes, that, uh, that dark uh, gray and red theme. I'm a big fan of that mm. one. Yeah, and I, join us on the community Discord as well at uh, discord.gg slash dice. There you go. And we, we will talk more about that at, uh, at length in the future. Thank you for bringing it up. And thank you for, uh, for agreeing to, to host the show with me. It's always fun talking to you and talking shop. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's awesome to know that this is the first of many episodes. And I'm looking forward to uh, going on this journey and seeing these, these hundreds of awesome NFT projects highlighted as this whole mm. world just kind of blows up. And we'll be back on Tuesday with our new show, Nifty News. And that, of course, both of these are turned into audio podcasts, which still surprises me that the vast majority of our listeners listen rather than watch with the visuals. But if you want to go back and watch, to, you know, project caught your attention here while listening, go to nifty.show forward slash 101 in the video from today will be embedded there. And you can go check out these visuals for um, yourself. And Zach, do you know how we end the show? How do we end the show? We end the show with one of us saying, keep it nifty. Keep it nifty. <laughs>